It's Beer O'Clock and it's the Beer O'Clock Show Flavour of the Month, where every month or so we get a selected beer from the Little Leeds Beer House all the way up in Leeds. And we review it. My name is Mark. Hello. And joining me, as always, is my beer buddy, Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi, Mark. You're back. We're back. (laughs) That was a short retirement. That was, yeah. We're we're putting (laughs) the band back together. (laughs) Just for one of those... What are they, when, when they do the shows, like at the holiday camps, the retired bands, and they oh, come yeah. around and they do yeah. one sh- one show a summer. Yeah, just, it's kind of like squeeze, that. Squeeze the royalties <laughs> out of it one last time. Indeedy. So this is Flavor of the Month. As I said, Little Leaves Beer House select a beer for us to have a look at every month, and we spend about 10, 15 minutes looking at it. Um, so this month's beer is a beer that I've seen doing the rounds, mainly because the artwork is absolutely fantastic, as always from this crew. It is one of the latest beers from Beavertown. It is the Lupuloid IPA. And as I said, that can artwork is glorious. It's stunning, isn't it? Doesn't it just um, stand out on the shelves? I think if there was ever going to be an award for can design of the year, this one's probably going to take it, to to be honest with you. It's it's absolutely stunning. In 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 a marketplace that's becoming ever more crowded, um, you need to make your product stand out, and this certainly does that. I mean, normally it's not surprising to see really great artwork on cans, but the fact that it's also got the purple top on it with the green ring pull is yeah. a great little touch, and it looks really juicy just by looking at it. Yeah, absolutely. Some, some kind of hot monster is destroying an alien planet with spacemen on it. Why not? I would guess if there's a hot monster on the can, not going to be your preferred style of beer, mate. Well, I think the three letters on, on the bottom row of the label <laughs> would kind of say it's not my preferred. Possibly give it away, yeah. You know, I'm always, as you know, Steve, I'm always up for something, always up up to try stuff. But anyway. Yeah. You can just cite it as one of the many reasons why you left, mate. <laughs> Right, let's get into this beer then, buddy. Okay, um, I've got mine in the glass. Um, Lovely, light, golden colour on it. Um, Beautiful white, frothy head in there as well. Nice clarity on that colour as well. It goes all the way through. Very, very, very light carbonation. Yep. Um, Oh. Juicy as anything on the nose. It's kind of lemon meringue on the nose. Yep. There's there's some mango in there, mm-hmm. pineapple, grapefruit, all those, those big yes. big tropical flavours going on in there. That smells proper juicy. I mean, it smells inviting, doesn't it? Should we um should we dig in, mate? Let's dig in. Cheers, okay. pal. Cheers, mate. Oh, that's that's easy, isn't it? That just um washes over the the the, the mouth and um leaving hardly any. There's there's, there's a trace of bitterness on the finish there. On, yeah, on the on the really right at the end. Yeah, it's lovely and light and soft coming over, and no hint of maltiness at all. It's just a real lightness, and then you know you get getting the flake, the faint fruits coming through, and then as it starts to dry off, you're getting the bitterness coming in, and you know just residing there at the back of the palate. Yeah, I mean, so drinkable. Six point seven percent. Um. That's that's dangerously drinkable oh, yes. at, at that ABV. Um, now, for, for those that don't know, Beavertown haven't entered into the IPA game 
without first doing a lot of background research and work behind it. Um, Lupuloid is, is the result of, I think it's 10 variations of IPAs that they've released over the last year that have all had different hops and malt bills, different ABVs, different um, recipes. And they've asked for public feedback along that process as well. So what they've done mm-hmm. is they've, they've ended up producing um, the first IPA for their core range, because this, this now sits in their core range. Okay. Um, but that's as a result of 10 previous versions of this that went, that went before it. So they wanted to make sure that what they put into this wonderful little can was exactly what people wanted to be drinking. So what, what are the names of some of the IPAs they've put out over the last year? Because I, I, I didn't realise that that's what they were doing. I thought they have always had an IPA somewhere in the range. They, I, I can't remember any of them off the top of my head, but they were all, <laughs> they all had army ranks. Okay. And then different names related to hops. Were they coming in cans, or were they just put out on... No, they were put out kegs, um, and they each came with like like a Top Trumps card um, that explained what the malt bill was and and everything. Actually, I found one of the the cards. Uh, I remembered I got one, and I had it stashed away. Um, So this was... It was the Beavertown Invasion of the Lupuloids IPA series. Uh, The one that I tried was Test Pilot Answer. So that was a 6.5% IPA. Um, bittering hops were Chinook and Bravo. Uh, it has the yeast strain on there and all the hops that, uh, all the malts that were used as well. Plus, it includes the hops that were used in the actual brew, which was Citra, Motueka, and Enigma. So all the detail was on these little cards. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I say, there were 10 of these. Um, and then what they did, they just basically took all the public feedback, decided on what would be the best beer, and as as a result of that, you get your Lupuloid IPA. Well, it's a nice way of going around it, that's for sure, because this is a really nicely balanced beer, this. For an IPA, I mean, like we were just saying just before, it's far too easy, even at 6.5%. Yeah. Which is quite light on the IPA scales these days, on the crafty ones anyway. Yeah, and, and to be fair, I've got to say, it's, it has split opinion a little bit on, on Twitter, for sure. Um, there's there's a lot of people saying that it doesn't stand up to Gamma, and, and that Gamma Ray's still a better beer than this. And there's a lot of people saying, oh, hell, hell no, this is like Gamma Ray's big brother. Um, I, I mean, I think it's a great beer. I, I think it sits very well in the Beavertown range. I think it's probably a lot of people would agree it's it's what they were missing from their core range was was a standard run of the mill IPA. Not that mm-hmm. this is run of the mill in any sense, but yeah, I mean it's it's just incredibly incredibly drinkable. Yeah, I mean it's run of the mill in the sense that it's not trying to be anything other than a nice solid golden coloured IPA. Yeah. Um, I would I would say that Gamma Ray maybe punches hot, you know far higher above its weight than this does gamma ray can be, if you get a fresh gamma ray it is quite punchy do you know what i mean yeah absolutely um because you're opening a can of pale and you're expecting something and gamma can knock your socks off if you get get it at the right time and, <laughs> and a lot of a lot of people rightly so mistake gamma for being an ipa as well mm. because of the, the the flavor profile that you get off of it yeah i mean some of the people i know are that aren't craft heads like we know you know people like that i work with for example they will get a pint of gamma ray and think they're being you know mad lads 
because they're thinking this pint, this pint of this really strong beer. No, it's only gamma ray. But um, this is yeah, it's quite quite a heavy beer once you start chugging it like we are. Uh, absolutely, um, yeah. I mean, I've I've got to say I've had this a few times now, <laughs> unsurprisingly. Um, doesn't do well when it starts to warm up. That that's the one thing for me. It starts to uh, get a bit thick and sticky when it starts to warm up. So at the moment, I'm way. finding drink this properly cold. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, you, you know that they might tinker around with it we might see different versions of it um who knows um but this you know great great entry into the beaver town core range cool so i'm assuming this has gone out in keg it's gone out obviously in can uh, absolutely yeah it's it's, yeah. it's out there i mean you're you're gonna do well um to not find this this beer um i i spent a lot of time chatting with with rich and briny up at little leeds about which beer we were going to feature this month um uh, because there were three or four on the table and and in the end we settled on the fact that this was a bit of a no-brainer to to do this because everybody's talking about it yeah. people that aren't talking about having drunk it are talking about wanting to drink it it's available everywhere um so you guys should be able to get your hands on a can of this um have a drink of it and and obviously let us know what you what, what you think of it yeah i mean even my local craft shop that they took me walking in to tell them to get cloudwater dipper in and they didn't know who cloudwater were <laughs> and they <laughs> the call slot- themselves a craft shop <laughs> they're only in you in their defense <laughs> it doesn't matter um, <laughs> but, even, <laughs> but even they had this in stock on the weekend yeah so it's everywhere um all right well let's wrap this up then buddy all right uh, mate. it's been a pleasure coming back and doing flavor of the month with you it's been to... it's been fun to uh to chat to you again and and, and to drink beer with you again mate i miss your little face oh. i miss all my fans hello fans hello. <laughs> <laughs> um but be sure to check out the main show feed steve's got his opinions there you go i didn't even call it opinions his opinion shows Almost, you've done two episodes apart from your pilot now. So yeah, yeah, double zero two, and episode one of the Irish Beer Report came out last week. Yes, yeah. So, yeah, so building can... building a podcast and empire, mate. And you'll be hearing my lovely little voice next month on the next flavor of the month. So until then, Stevie, it's been the highlight of my month, mate. <laughs> Mine. Cheers. Bye bye.